Start that up, and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,587. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! I'm revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest, Mark Mathot. He's calling in from Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. Appropriate, because we're going to be talking a little bit about some hot rod stuff today. Mark Mathot is the editor-in-chief of Cartoons Magazine, a title that began in 1959 as an American publication that focused on automotive humor and the rat rod world. Those of you who are as old as me will remember that fun publication. It was published by the great Robert E. Peterson starting in 1960, and then in the 1990s, the publication was closed. But back in 2015, Mark purchased the title and has resurrected, or we'll say restored, since we're talking about cars here, the classic to today's generation to entertain and inspire hot rod enthusiasts in the hobby. Mark has worked in the automotive industry as an airbrusher, a window tinter, a mechanic, and he worked on bi-level train cars and subway cars for years. We'll be back in a minute to talk to Mark about what he's doing these days, but first, a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. So sit tight. We're going to be right back. When it comes to your vehicles, things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finish of your vehicles, both inside and out, like that bird on the branch up above your car. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft products on my ride since 1975. That's right, since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution for vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, whether your car is inside or outside. Plus, they keep your car cool when it's parked in the sun. Live where it's really sunny all the time? <laughs> Lucky. Covercraft covers and sunscreens are the best. If you've got pets, messy kids, messy in-laws, just plain messy friends, Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new. They're easy on, easy off, and they're easy to wash too. And don't forget Covercraft's custom fit floor mats and trunk liners. Plus, they're very handy seatback organizers. They are must-haves for all your vehicles. Your car, your truck, your van, or whatever you drive will say thank you. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH120, that's Y-E-A-H-120, at Covercraft.com, you can get 10% off your Covercraft order. Just go to Covercraft.com, check out all the products they have to protect your vehicles, use the code YEAH120 at checkout, and get that 10% discount. That's Covercraft.com and use Yeah120 at checkout. Covercraft, they've got you covered. The fourth annual Saratoga Motor Car Auction will take place on Friday, September 18th and Saturday, September 19th. It will be held at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center in the beautiful Saratoga Spa State Park located in upstate New York. 
Presented by the Saratoga Automobile Museum, a not-for-profit institution, this live event continues to be the premier collector car auction for the Northeastern United States. Proceeds from the auctions help support the museum's educational programs and exhibits that engage, educate, and inspire the automotive community. To consign your vehicle, view current inventory, and register to bid, visit SaratogaMotorCarAuctions.org. There you can learn how finance partner JJ Best Bank and insurer partner Haggerty can help put you in your dream vehicle. That's SaratogaMotorCarAuctions.org. So, what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, you start Adobe Road Winery. It's located in Petaluma, California, and he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today, I'm going to talk about Shift. This wine was awarded 93 points by Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. It's balanced and spicy with dark blueberries and a cigar aroma. The unique bottle shape features a vintage-inspired metal gated shift back with carbon fiber, and the cork is topped with a five-speed shift knob. That's right. There's going to be some battles at the dinner table on who gets to keep the cork after this bottle has been enjoyed. The Racing Series is a delicious gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout and get $10 off your purchase from the Racing Series today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH today. Cheers! Hey, Mark, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, of course, and a shout-out to our mutual uh, buddy, Terry Wilson, who connected us here today. He was a past guest here on Cars Yeah. Great guy, great connector, uh, great human being. So thank you very much for that. All right, as we jump into things, though, I want you to tell me one little thing that most people don't know about you, Mark. Uh, probably what I... One thing that people don't know about me is I've been a car enthusiast since birth. Um, my father, me growing up, he had a 1940 Ford Coupe, and my whole life I experienced going to car shows and rod runs and that. Yeah. And with my artistic talents, which I found out that I love to draw in that, um, I got into airbrushing. And as I got older, that was something that I used to do when the jobs came up, more of graphic design than mural stuff. Uh-huh. And then I got into window tinting and I did that for 14 years. Wow. And you can say I pretty much tinted everything and anything you could think of from <laughs> airplanes to wow. trains to every car possible. And I even got into custom window tinting where if somebody wanted full graphics cut out of their tint or flames and that. So oh my God. I did a lot of that for 14 whole years. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I got into um, working at a local plant where they worked on uh, 
subway cars and bi-level train cars. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then after that, I got into publishing is what I'm doing today. Well, you've had a bit of an eclectic life, but obviously a creative life. I think that's pretty darn cool. You must be the master tinter is what we'll call you today. Doing that for that <laughs> long, you really get skilled in, in that. And boy, those of us who've seen a bad tint job know uh, it does take skill to do that. I tried to tint my windows when I was in high school and I couldn't do it. I had to have somebody else do it. I, every time I did it, it would just turn out to be a mess. So definitely take some seat time and some very good skills. Well, let's uh, start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that perhaps has been instrumental in forming your life. I like to say it's a great way to get the inspirational tire smoking a little bit here on Cars. Yes, since we're talking about hot rods. So Mark, grab the wheel. Well, when I hear a lot about um, people giving their advice, saying that if you want to succeed in life, you just have to work hard. And I think that's only a portion of the advice that people really need to hear. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing is to succeed in life, you must accept failure and never give up. Because I think that's the biggest part is no matter what you're doing, you're going to get failure. You're going to get obstacles. And some people just, they'll quit and not pursue. And those who stick with it and keep going then success is around the corner. So Yeah, you know, this is an important topic. In fact, it's so important. It's going to be one of the questions I'm going to ask you. And we're going to dive into that failure challenge question we always have here on Cars Yeah. But what I want to talk about first, though, is perhaps how have you implemented that concept and into what you're doing now? And also, what inspired you to acquire the title of cartoons? You know, I grew up, uh, I'm older than you, so I grew up way back when. I remember having uh, cartoons, but I always remember the old Mad Magazines. And I remember these, you probably know what I'm talking about, these baseball cards that had these drawings that were kind of like the Rat Fink type style stuff uh, on them. You'd get them with bubble gum and we'd trade them and everything. And they were stickers and you could put them on your bikes and so forth. But what inspired you to to jump into this publication and bring back cartoons to all of us that love that old genre? Well, I was peer of luck because um, I had got injured at work and I was off on um, leave because of my injury. And I had came across basically a broker website for all trademarks, past, present, and if you wanted to file your own fresh new existing trademark Ah. and they have a full database on there you could search anything that exists and it would tell you that if it's uh, owned by somebody or if it's been abandoned and if it's been abandoned then it's available to file for Mm -hmm. and to make try and make a long story short when i was on there i came across the trademark for mask and i don't know if you remember back in the 80s there was a toy line called mask Hmm, i don't remember that but i wasn't really a kid in the 80s so (laughs) that's that's probably why (laughs) well it was extremely popular in the 80s and there were model size vehicles that transformed into um like military fighting weapons and they came with these little figures and you put masks on them they even had a cartoon back then that's how big it was wow so i um i filed for that and then found out that i was four days too late oh no and they told me that my my money that I invested in was credited for something else. Mm-hmm. So I went on a full nostalgic search and I came up across Cartoons magazine, which I read when I was a kid, and it was uh, abandoned for four months. So I used my credit and applied for that, and then I got it. Then I had to go through the whole process to get it all finalized, and um, which took about a good six months. And then um, once it was finalized, I had to do something with it 
because um, that's how it works with trademarks. Mm -hmm. You can't just buy a trademark and sit on it. You have to prove that you're doing something with it. So I had no experience in publications whatsoever. So with a lot of research, and I had a help from uh, a few people that I met that were in the publishing industry, and they were quite helpful if if I had any questions or whatever. So, and uh, yeah, and then we're looking at five years later and I'm still publishing and still learning as we go. Yeah. Well, no kidding. This is pretty cool. Now, let me ask you this, because I I mentioned earlier about failure and challenge and the important part of that. Uh, Maybe let's touch on that a little bit here. When you first launched back into this, you had no experience in the publishing industry, right? Zero. Okay, so you, you had a big learning curve there. Oh, yeah. A lot of opportunities to uh, be challenged, of course, maybe in a, a few to, to fail. So let's talk a little bit about that. What were some of the challenges of bringing back this old mark and, and figuring out what the heck am I going to do with this now? Well, the first challenge was getting funding for this. Because I was off on work on um, temporary disability, There was loans was not an option. So I had reached out on social media um, letting everybody know that I have the rights to cartoons and I want to bring it back. So actually, I, that sparked a lot of interest. But what I did was I started a Kickstarter. And oh, yeah. Um, yeah. so I tried that out. And But a lot of people were skeptical because of there's so many scams on the internet these days yeah. that uh, a lot of people didn't believe that I own the rights to it because mm. they thought Peterson Publishing still owned it and I'm just some guy on the internet trying to get everybody's money. Yeah. So I did I did raise some money and it and it made enough for me to publish a smaller quantity of the first issue mm-hmm. because I already had the artists a lot of the original artists um, new artists that wanted to be a part of this. And they created new content, and this was all happening. And so I didn't get the money that I really wanted to raise, but enough to publish to show and prove to everybody that this was legit and this was happening. And once that happened, then uh, things changed. And then it was just step by step on getting a website, getting distribution, and all that. And so yeah, it's been a it's been a long five years. You know, the, and the magazine <laughs> industry, of course, as we all know, is challenging enough just to begin with. But then you've got the issue of now a lot of magazines are struggling. People are going all to internet and uh, that angle of the whole thing as well. So let me ask you this: with cartoons, I mean, are you finding that there's this new generation of young people that like this, or are you, most of your subscribers older guys that remember it from when they were young, or is it a combination? Uh, it's a combination of both. Of course, it's more of those who read it years ago. Yeah. I would have to say the age range that would remember cartoons is about ages 35 and up. And a lot of those guys that have children or grandchildren, and they're getting their kids into it. So it's it's starting to expand with the younger generation, which is great. And the difference between cartoons and, and your typical magazine is cartoons is like more of a comic book than an actual magazine. And it seems that people want to have copy in their hand. They want to collect it. They want to have every issue. They want to put it away. Then compared to something else where they would just read it and throw it out. Yeah. So I've noticed um, a way higher percentage of people buying and subscribing would rather have the print than digital, mm-hmm. even though I have both options available on my website. Uh, well, that's pretty interesting and plays to that idea that you've got some older uh, readers out there as well, uh, which is actually probably good from an advertising standpoint because they've got some money versus kids. They typically don't have a lot of money to spend. I think back <laughs> to the old Mad Magazines and, and the 
the cartoons and things that I read as a kid, I can't even remember if there were any advertisements in those except for those sea monkeys on the back inside page that you could buy that turned out to be just kind of like dried up shrimp or something. I don't know what those things were, but they didn't look like monkeys to me. <laughs> it was like the x-ray glasses that you could get and you go, well, I can't see through the wall. Who came up with this crazy idea? So, uh, yeah, a bunch of scams back then. Well, I think it's pretty darn cool. Now, you mentioned the artists. So have you pulled up some of the old artists that are now contributing again as well as new ones? Actually, I have quite a bit of old artists. Um, When they found out that I was bringing cartoons back, they definitely wanted to be a part of it. And uh, most of them are. Uh, good example, we have George Trosley. Uh, everybody recognizes his work with uh, the characters Crass and Bernie, which um, they have just been introduced back into cartoons recently. And he also does the how to draw. So a lot of people remember that. Oh, a yeah. lot of people have learned how to draw because of George Trosley's how to draw. And then we have others like um, Steve Austin, Bob Harding, Joe Boyer, and the list goes on and on. And then we have a lot of new artists uh, that have proved that they do amazing work, amazing work with uh, great storytelling. And when they were kids growing up reading cartoons, and their dream would be to be writing for cartoons, which a lot of them are today. So yeah, is it all basically like what the old magazine? Or is there some new trends within the new cartoons? Well, I try to keep it as nostalgic as possible. The old cartoons was all black and white comic strips. Uh, so I try keeping that. We use a better paper quality. I try to cover everything in the automotive industry. So um, you'll see a lot of all different types of car cultures, uh, more older than new, but you will see new stuff in there. I try to cover everything that even we have celebrity guests that are uh, uh, from TV shows, automotive related TV shows and that. Anything to do with automotive, we try and cover all basics of it. So Very cool. Well, yeah. it's so cool that you brought this back. And, uh, you know, everything old is new again is that old saying, and I think this is pretty fantastic. And to get a whole new generation of young kids excited about hot rods and the fun uh, nostalgia of cartoons, I mean, I just used to love that kind of stuff. Well, I love the fact that you brought this back. Let's take a short break, thank our sponsors again here, and we'll be right back to talk a little bit more about your personal passion for cars and hot rods and all that. So sit tight. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast, with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH. For buy, sell, hold, that's code BSH, and you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right, $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yow for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. Let's take a pit stop from the conversation and talk about my charity of choice here at Cars Yow, America's Automotive Trust. 
America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. One of those nonprofits is very near and dear to my heart because it's right down the road from the Cars Yeah headquarters. It's the LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. One of the world's truly great automobile collections and one of those must-see bucket list destinations for car people like you and me. If you haven't seen it, I hope you make a trip soon. And if you have seen it, it's probably time to visit again. To learn more about this fantastic museum, go to www.americascarmuseum.org. And while you're there, you can donate to help them keep their engines running. That's www.americascarmuseum.org. All right, Mark, we're back. Uh, I'd love to have you share a little bit more in depth this uh, passion that you have for cars. You talked about growing up with a dad who was a hot rod guy, car guy. I mean, it's already in your blood a little bit here. But is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew, you know what, like my dad, I'm a car guy too? I'd have to say since since I started walking and talking. Because my whole life growing up, I was at every car show and rod run all across the country and in the States and that. So, So it was definitely in my blood and... I loved drawing cars all my whole life, and it seemed uh, I went through stages growing up that uh, my cult, car culture interest always had changed. Um, my first car I ever owned was uh, a 1980 Thunderbird, and I'd put Prone Craig rims on it and the white walls and tinted it, and yeah. you know made it my own personal car. So if I drew by, people knew who I was. And then I got into um, the mini truck scene where I had um, an 86 Safari panel van, which I'd lowered and uh, airbrushed all graphic and did all that. And then I got into the import scene, and this is way before Fast and the Furious had launched. Uh-huh. So I had a car all done up, and I had 17-inch rims on it, which at the time was unheard of. So yeah. when people seen these 17s, they were like massive on this car even though now today a 17 is tiny, right? And then as I got older, I got back into what I grew up in, and that was like your typical pre-1950s cars, Mm. right? And I ended up owning a 1950 Chevy pickup five-window, and it was all flat black, the fat white walls lowered down. Uh, It had a 350 in it. And uh, then I sold that, and now I have a 1950 Plymouth, which is chopped, shaved, airbag. So it's your typical uh, tail dragger lead sled, and that's my baby today. So Yeah, no kidding. Well, let me ask you this. You being an artist, do you contribute and do anything in the Cartoons magazine? Uh, when I first started, yes, I contributed a few comic strips. To me, I feel I'm a little rusty you know, I can't compare my stuff to the amazing work that all the artists are doing. But I've gotten so busy that um, I just I don't have to die, time to do comic strips because there's there's a lot of behind the scenes business stuff that I do. I do everything myself. Like besides the artists doing the artwork content for the magazine, uh-huh. everything else to do with this business, I do it myself. Yeah. Like everything, right down to social media. I do all the social media, the customer service. The orders, the packaging, the shipping, dealing with the artists, with their content, and putting the magazine together and editing. And so it's it's a very 
very busy job. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like it. So uh, I would imagine the inside where you see magazine and publications of all the different departments, you just say, I just do it all. Yeah, my resume is pretty full. <laughs> I, I would think so. Well, you know, you may have already answered this question because I always ask people about their first really special car. You talked about that 80 Thunderbird. Was that your first really special car or is it one of those others you talked about? Um, well, I had a lot of memories with that car because I had that in high school. But um, to make a really special car, I'd have to say is what I have now is my 50 Plymouth. To have a vehicle with air ride is such a different experience. I always tell somebody that if you put, if you had an old car, you do not put air ride in it, you'll never go back. It's to hit a switch and raise your car up and down is, um, it's definitely different. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What color is that old Plymouth? Uh, it's satin black. Satin. Oh, you, I see a trend here. You talked about that other truck being, uh, that was a Chevy, the other one? The 50? Yep, the heavy yeah, one's yeah. a Chevy. It was the, the flat black. So you got, you're getting a little more shiny, maybe. <laughs> well, for me, the satin colors is a more stress free. Because uh, you pay all all that money to do a, a nice custom paint job, yeah. and you're worried about the scratches and the chips and yeah. the people touching it. Yeah. My car, if you want to touch it, you know, I have no problem with it. If I see a little scratch in it, you know, I'm not going to stress out over it. Well, so good for you, I could learn a few yeah. things from you. I have a feeling. Well, here's a bit of an <laughs> introspect. Yeah, I'm a little bit wound a little too tight when it comes to shiny cars. I'm working on it, Mark. I'm working on it, but it's hard. I'll tell you. Uh, let me ask you this. It's a bit of an introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a car, this is a good question for you being an artist, a creative guy, and the owner of cartoons. I'm really curious as to what Mark would be. Um, well, I would have to go with my all-time dream vehicle, even though I have many. If, if money was an object for me, I would have a garage full of custom cars from all car cultures. Mm. and But I think my all-time favorite car, which hopefully one day I'll be able to afford to get one and build, is a 1940 Lincoln Zephyr three-window. Oh. And to take that and chop it and make it a full lead sled, the the art deco of the, the body lines and everything, uh, it's, it's a beautifully made car. Yeah. And that's always been a dream of mine, but to find one even as uh, like a barn find yeah. is not cheap. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, those have become quite collectible. Well, oh, it's yeah. a beautiful car, and it kind of that car even has a little bit of a cartoonish feel to it. Yes, yeah, so oh, definitely. Yeah, very cool. Well, I'm sure someday, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sure someday down the road, Mark, you're going to have one of those in your garage that you can customize and have a little bit of fun with. I think it's a perfect car for you, perfect car for you to be. All right, we are entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of that Lincoln Zephyr throttle so here we go what's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your successes in business um i think the biggest is um to respect all type of car cultures because even if you're not a fan the owners of those rides love what they built yeah and it is more of a passion in this industry and not the different opinions right yeah. so and especially with my magazine i have to be more opened with all car cultures because that's what cartoons represents yeah. You know, what I love about the car hobby and the car culture is I really believe it's one of the rare 
groups of folks that are very inclusive and, and accepting of other people. You can go to a car show where they have, you know, say it's a Cars and Coffee, where they've got a rat rod or they've got a multi-million dollar Ferrari sitting there. And everybody seems to get along just fine. Uh, they talk, they share, they, they share their passion they have for these rides. They learn about other people's rides and things that they have. It's just kind of one of those unique things, I think, in life, which is great about the car hobby and how accepting people are of of others in the hobby as well, welcoming and so forth. So I'm really proud and happy that's part of our world. How about if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry or the artist industry, living or deceased? Who would it be? Oh, there's there's so many. But I have to say on the top of my list would be Ed Roth. Oh, yeah. He was the pioneer of what cartoons represents with his wild imagination of custom cars that we all know today. I'm honored to know his family and hear the stories of the past, and that's great. And uh, I, I wish I could have met him, but obviously that's not an option. So Yeah, well, that's pretty cool that you know his family. That's really neat, and I'm sure that they love what you're doing, right? Oh, they're big supporters of the magazine. So, And if anything, Ratfink is a comic strip in cartoons today, which never was in the past. So Ah, nice. Yeah, God, I loved that Ratfink when I was a kid. In fact, I've got a Ratfink sign in my garage today, actually. Still, um, the kids on my street used to pay me to paint a Ratfink on their bicycle. That's how I made a few extra bucks when I was a little kid. So I'd actually paint a little miniature Ratfink. I remember building the models that they had back then of Ratfink and the different cars and things. So, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Very cool. Nice. I actually have a tattoo on my arm of Ratfink. <laughs> there you go. Well, you're even more diehard <laughs> than I am. How about the best automotive advice that you have ever received from somebody else? What would that be? Um, I'd have to say that um, if I'm at a car show and I approach a car and the build doesn't meet, meet my opinion and taste, that to still respect the person that built it and give them a compliment on it because yeah. of the hard work that they put into it. You know, like if it, if it puts a smile on their face, of that vehicle that they built and drive. And that's what's most important, even though it's not my type of taste of vehicle, mm -hmm. you know, you still respect what they have done and uh, what they enjoy doing. So how about a great resource for people? Is there one that's a go-to for you? Um, well, I'd have to say the, the best source for my livelihood, my business is our actual website, oh, which is, uh, it's cartoonsmeg.com. And on there, you can see the bios on our artists. And you can, if you wanted to purchase some swag shirts, we have stickers, posters. We even have every back issue that's ever been printed up to date wow. available if you wanted to get every copy and be caught up. Uh, we have subscriptions from print and to digital. If you order a print subscription, you get the digital for free. So you get the best of both worlds. There you go. And uh, yeah, and it's all available on our website. And then we have our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And simply all you have to do is search Cartoons Magazine on any of those platforms and you'll definitely find us. Very nice. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Mark's show notes page in the Cars yeah website. Mark is spelled with a C. Unlike me, I'm spelled with a K. So it's M-A-R-C. <laughs> His last name is M-E-T-H-O-T. Method. All right. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading as well? You know what? Honestly, I've never really got into books reading growing up. Uh, I probably should have, but I never did. I was more into your superhero comics, um, Mad Magazine, Crack Magazine, and of course, cartoons. Yeah. So I have to say, 
your number one book to read would be Cartoons Magazine. <laughs> I gotta go. say that. <laughs> there you go. You're a good promoter. I love it. All right, Mark, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm gonna buy you a very cool collector car. And you mentioned a dream car earlier. That might be what you want. Or there could be something else out there that kind of makes you get a little bit excited. But here's the rules to this game is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with. I want you to enjoy it, and that means drive it. So no garage queens or show cars here. I want you to get out and have some fun. If you want to drive your show car in the street, more power to you. Uh, But it's the only collector car that you can have. So what's it going to be? Well, normally I would say my 40 Lincoln Zephyr, yeah. but um, I'm going to switch it up and I would have to go with sentimental value. Okay. And it would be um, a, a 1940 Ford Opera Coupe. And that's because um, I grew up with one as my father owned one. Yeah. He had built it before I was even born and he still has it today. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it's been in the family for over 43 years. I have a feeling that might be your car someday then, right? Well, you never know. Possible. I hope and, so. Uh, yeah. if, you re- if you really look at the details and the body lines of a 40 Ford or even a 39 is pretty similar. Uh-huh. Um, they are uh, a beautifully designed car. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Well, I yep. uh, hope your dad's listening to this. Wink, wink, dad. I think you know uh, something you might <laughs> want to leave behind for, for your son there because he sure has his eyes on that thing. But, you know, for you, I think it's great. For many people, it's the memories the cars bring up, even more so than the actual car itself. And that car being in the family for your entire life is pretty darn special. So I think it's got to stay in the family. That's for sure. Ah, uh, nice. Well, Mark, you've taken us on a fun ride, a cartoons ride here today. This has been great to uh, share your stories and your inspiration and bring back an old style magazine for the younger generation to enjoy and get inspired by before i let you go though could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that 40 ford opera coupe i'd have to say if anybody out there has a dream and they want to pursue their dream do your research uh, make sure that um, that your dream could be possible Uh, if it can then you just go for it you go for it, you need a lot of patience, you get past the failures, the obstacles, and you fight for what you believe in. So don't lose your passion and keep working hard and success will be around the corner. Absolutely. And embrace failure because they're nothing more than just a learning lesson. That's all. That means you tried something you didn't know. So very good advice. What are the different ways that people can follow you and Cartoons Magazine? Um, well, you're, the easiest way would be just go to our website, which is www.cartoonsmag.com. We have all the links to our social media, so it'll direct you exactly where you need to go. Or on social media, whatever, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, just search Cartoons Magazine, and you'll definitely find us. Absolutely. I'll make sure I put all those links on Mark's show notes page. Again, that's M-A-R-C. His last name is M-E-T-H-O-T. You can find them on the Cars Yeah website with all those links. I would encourage you to uh, have some fun. If you've got somebody young in your life, or even if you feel a little young in your life, go to cartoonsmag.com. Subscribe and enjoy a little bit of fun. The world needs a lot more of fun, that's for sure. Mark, thanks for being so generous today with your time and taking us on a great trip. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And again, thanks to Terry for connecting us. Terry, you're awesome. Take care. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? 
If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!